night after night, I wandered the desert area on the beach just up from South Padre Island's community, where we lived for several weeks. Money was nearly gone in the ministry, and I'd go on long prayer walks. I can still hear the sound of the ocean, the low-lying clouds quickly speeding by and blanketing the moon like a shower of feathers. I'd call out to God in what for me was a time of desperation. It seemed that the devil badgered me with fear every single time I took my mind off of God's Word. But through it, I learned from experience something I'm going to share with you today. How to walk in fire-tested faith in the storm. You may be troubled by the pandemic, the violence in our cities, or the way the presidential election is going. Or you may be troubled that the media declared winner, may very well not win this. There are grave issues at stake that have brought the country, to the very brink of something awful. Today, Pastor Hardika is going to talk about the age-old truth, often so easily forgotten. Turn your eyes on Jesus, intentionally, diligently, and without compromise. Have you ever noticed how easily we start out in prayer for a desperate need and before long, we're rehearsing our problem instead of our God-given promises? When we were on the road, I literally had to carry a sheet of paper in my pocket that was filled with specific words of Scripture that kept my heart and mind on Jesus. The minute we turn the conduit of our souls back to our own thoughts, the devil will take over and bury us in fear until we're reaching for the bottle of pills or alcohol or some other destructive escape. We are now in one of the most critical storms that this nation has ever been in, if not the most. It's incredibly disconcerting that so many people don't realize this. But there's a war being fought that is soon going to manifest itself physically in this country like never before. And we better be shored up in our divine defense in Christ Jesus. Now, God has used storms for His purposes for millenniums. In order to keep our eyes on Jesus, I'm going to demonstrate exactly what that means for us. It's all about filling our minds with God's Word, lest we be filled with something else. When Job had lost everything he had, financially, medically, and his sons were dead, he was utterly desperate when a great storm arose. Chapter 38, verse 1 says simply, Then the Lord spoke to Job out of the storm. Folks, let God speak to you out of this present storm. Stop speaking your own words about it. God is talking to America, and He's talking personally to you and me. In Proverbs, God lays out the principle clearly. Since you refuse to listen when I call, I in turn will laugh when disaster strikes you. When calamity overtakes you like a storm, when distress and trouble overwhelm you, since they hated knowledge and did not choose to fear the Lord, they will eat the fruit of their ways. For the waywardness of the simple will kill them, but whoever listens to me will live in safety. God has a purpose for this storm in America that will absolutely accomplish His will. He says, When the storm has swept by, the wicked are gone. God has a positive purpose for things transpiring in America that cannot be overturned by this world. Don't fear. Isaiah prophesies, Lord, you have made the city a heap of rubble. It will never be rebuilt. Therefore, strong people will honor you. Cities of ruthless nations will revere you. 
For you are a refuge for those in distress, a shelter from the storm. When this all began, I thought I was in retirement. I was seeking the Lord for myself and growing in grace and rest before Him. Then one day a holy presence came up that I could not shake. It was the unmistakable call of God that something very ominous was up. I want you to turn your eyes on Jesus right now and hear the word of the Lord as he speaks through the prophet Isaiah again. This is how God looks at men and nations. He says, A king will reign in righteousness. Each of them will be like a shelter from the wind and a refuge from the storm. No longer will the fool be called noble, nor the scoundrel be highly respected. They practice ungodliness and spread error concerning the Lord. Disaster is spreading from nation to nation. A mighty storm is rising from the ends of the earth. At that time, those slain by the Lord will be everywhere. Things are not just happening the way they are because of political agendas. Nor is it critical that people are properly convinced about the right kind of ideological opinions. God is not struggling whatsoever with the storm, for He is the one who has let it unfold. He has decided that it's time to let the things that have been hidden come to the surface and let the full fruit come out. When Jonah was fleeing from the will of God, like America has been, God sent a storm, and the men called out, Jonah, what should we do to you to make the sea calm down for us? And Joe said, I mean, and Jonah said, Pick me up and throw me into the sea. I know that it is my fault that this great storm has come upon you. But the men refused, so the storm grew even wilder than before. So they took Joe, I mean Jonah, and threw him overboard, and the raging sea grew calm. Peter said, These people are springs without water and mists driven by a storm. They promise them freedom while they themselves are slaves of depravity. Paul said to the men on the ship upon which he was a prisoner, For the last fourteen days you have been in constant suspense and have gone without food in this storm. Not one of you will lose a single hair from his head. There is no truth like the truth of God's word to put unfailing definition on the storms of our lives and how we should think, speak, and act. Learning God's ways in the storm shows us how to keep our eyes on Jesus. When the disciples were straining hard against the oars in the storm that God had sent them out into, Jesus saw them. So in the midst of that storm, he walked by, intending to just keep on going. Now, don't you let him just walk by. They cried out to him in their fear, and the scripture says immediately he answered them. He has no intention of remaining silent. But I don't hear him speaking. Well, you need to take a language course, the Word of God, until you know it like you know your own thoughts. What were Jesus' words to these men who were desperately afraid of drowning? He said, Be of good cheer, it is I. Don't be afraid. They were afraid, not only of the storm, but of the man walking on the water, just like so many are afraid to admit this about God. When Jesus said it was him, I hear him today speaking very loudly right now to America. Don't be afraid. It's me. I'm right in the middle of this storm. 
if you walk on the water with me, like Peter, you must keep your eyes on me, not Joe, not Donald, nor the news. I'm the one making the real news, and it's good news. You see a storm. I see the kingdom of heaven coming upon you. I'm right here with you. When Jesus got into the boat with these men, the storm was calmed. Then we see the whole point of the storm. The Bible says, they that were in the ship came and worshipped him. This is God's intention, and he will not relent until it is finished. So, let's not fret and worry, but keep our eyes on Jesus.